What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Finding Hope podcast. I'm so excited you're here, and today is extra special because I have a professional dancer and actress. She's trained under the Edge Performing Arts Center Scholarship Program at 18 years old, which is crazy and has gone on to appear in a number of films, TV, and music videos. Um, she's actually worked for Eminem, One Republic, Haley Seinfeld, and she was in Netflix, The Prom, not to mention I actually went and saw this movie oh, yeah? in theaters, <laughs> Don't Worry Darling, and she is here as a guest, and also we're actually roommates. <laughs> yes, we are. Blushing. So, I needless to say, I have a really cool roommate. I also have a very cool roommate, obviously. Um, but I'm so excited because I've been wanting to have Monroe on the podcast for a bit. And it kind of sprung out of nowhere. Somebody asked, they're like, has she been on yet? And I was like, oh my gosh, thanks for the reminder. We got to get this going. So, I'm so happy. Thank you for joining me. Of course. I mean, you know where I live. She tracked me down, you guys. Yeah. It wasn't that hard. <laughs> but I will say, Kayla is a very busy bee. So, like, sometimes we're ships in the night. But I'm so excited. I'm, like, kind of nervous that I'm in my own home. So, it's crazy. I know. It's so wild. Well, I literally want to have Monroe <laughs> on because, obviously, she's very accomplished. She has done so much to, like, make a name for herself, to create a life for herself out here and being able to live with her and we've lived together like two years now yeah oh my so gosh. actually over two years which is crazy crazy but I feel like it's given me a really cool look into her life and how she makes all these things happen because I feel like even from the time that we moved in together two years ago so much has happened in her life sense in my life sense mm. It's been crazy. So what I'm so excited for us to focus on is we're going to talk about self-discipline, yeah. knowing when to say no, and how you can change and grow as a person while maintaining friendships and mm -hmm. knowing what friendships maybe to kind of walk away from. Yeah, I'm excited to get into all these topics because these are things that Kayla and I kind of talk about regularly, yeah. but... We haven't really like deep dived in, into them, but um, it's like decisions that we're having to make every day with like our careers. So it's yeah. in, in our relationships and just like life as a 20 year old. We're actually reading the same book right now. <laughs> we well, are. It's, it's like, like a defining decade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shout out for that book. That one has been great. Monroe read it first and I'm trailing behind, but loving it. Yes. With these topics, I feel like within the last two years, we've really grown in mm -hmm. them and so I'm excited to discuss it because I think where we may have started with the self-discipline with knowing when to say no with navigating friendships when you're trying to grow as a person it's very different than what it is now in our lives and like there's totally. new things that maybe are a challenge for us now that weren't two years ago it's it's all a work in progress it's never complete so Monroe yes. she is one of the most self-disciplined humans you guys literally I swear almost every single day and we have like two stories in our place oh, yeah. and she resides below mm -hmm. and every <laughs> single day I hear her doing her workouts doing her ballet class for herself she is on her walk she is like that is actually one of the main things I noticed when I first moved in 
is just how disciplined you are. Not in being athletic, but in your career, in Mm -hmm. everything. Like you really are so disciplined at the things that you want to improve in in your Mm -hmm. life. Like, Mm -hmm. or just maintain even like that has blown my mind. So where do you feel like that pushed you to do? Yeah. So, or where did it come from? Yeah. Um, I think just really wanting it and, I've always been very, like, even since kindergarten, just very, like, eager to learn and eager to, like, achieve. Um, And just figuring out, like, that you have to, to get from A to B, you have to, like, put in some blood, sweat, and tears. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so just kind of, um, I heard once, it was, like, um, I think it was, like, dreams are a, a... tear or like a drop of inspiration with a gallon of perspiration and I took that quote to heart quite literally and so I just try and do like a little something every day that can help me like achieve what I want with that said it comes with like knowing what you want so if you have like a vision of what you want then like it doesn't feel like work really um but yeah you have to really want it also because um like daily discipline can get pretty mundane if you're not enjoying the things you're doing. I think you really have to enjoy the process. And when it stops being fun, stop doing it. Because I'm like, I've come to the point where starting to let go of things yeah. when it's not fun. If it's not fun, what's the point? So Yeah. Yeah, and I think just with your discipline, because we met, I think the same year we both moved out to California, which was yeah. – over six years ago so crazy that's crazy but we met at an audition and it was so brief and quick but in that like two minute interaction that we had when we first met I remember immediately being blown away by her discipline then because we were at this audition and she had already like we were both so new to LA and I was kind of over here like oh my gosh like what am I this, what am I doing? What's going on? And Monroe was already just like grabbing it like by the reins and taking charge. And at this audition, she already she was like running from a different one, going to another one and self-submitting left and right and just being like, "You know what? I'm here and I'm going to figure it out." And and I think almost that uncomfortability of like, "Shoot, I got to get my stuff together." You oh, did. Like that yeah. pushed you. I think I think especially when you're young and like say you're moving out to LA for the first time, you really have to hustle. Yes. And like, we both, like you as well, Kayla is like, Kayla's the same exact story. Just like, um, you want to do all the things so you know what you like and you don't like and and just try everything because you never know what's going to stick. Like, I literally, my goal was to be a backup dancer. I wanted, yeah. I was like, I want to go on tour with Beyonce, which like, obviously that would still kind of be amazing. But my goals have changed so much just by like, falling into acting and just falling in love with it um so yeah yeah that you just gotta try everything and like you only get one chance to do it so just yeah and when you like you said and when you like choose something you like do it like do it full heartedly I think that's the biggest thing with discipline and what I've been learning from a lot of the books Mm. that I've been reading lately is if you're going to make a choice actually commit because if you Mm. half commit to it or if you half commit to your new year's resolutions to eating healthy to um working out like it doesn't work and I think both of us living together have seen that with Mm -hmm. one another like we both live 
almost the exact same day every single day. Mm-hmm. There's differences, but we are both our groceries are the same every oh, yeah. single we week. We get the same things. Like I can tell Kayla got groceries ordered the other day and I was like, oh, these are for sure Kayla's like at our front door. It was like her same like probiotic cottage cheese. I, I could go on. But literally it's it's routine and, and it's um I think structure is important, especially as a freelancer. Yeah. Um but what you said before about um going a hundred percent all in, my mom used to say trying is lying. So like, oh, this year my news resolution is to try to get healthier. No. no like even Kayla with this podcast, a lot of people say like, oh, I want to do a podcast. Kayla's literally been so consistent oh. and so good, like even hiring people to help her out. It's like really inspiring because she went all in. Thank so, you. Which is what you have to do. To yeah. Like, and stick it out because success may not come in the first week or month or year or five years. Oh. Or ten years, no. but if you stick it out, odds are you'll odds are you'll you'll do pretty well. Yeah, it might people, take some time. even if you suck at, even if you're not that talented, I hate to say it, <laughs> things, but it'll probably work out for you. It probably will. No, I know. I feel like that kind of gives me motivation because I think about that a lot. Of like, you know, I I do have talent. Like, I do think that about myself, and. Even if I didn't, like, I know and see so many people that go so far in life because they are disciplined and they just, they keep showing up. They literally keep showing up. Consistency. It's so, like, this quote is said over and over and it sounds so, like, oh, my God. But consistency is key. Your daily routine, like, your habits form your person and then they form your life. And, yeah, it's, like, the little tiny choices you make every day, I think, really are important. And I think, too, like, a last note on the discipline Mm. and the consistency is something I've noticed in my life is when there are new goals that you introduce into your life or new dreams you have, new things, it's easy to be like, oh, I'm going to be so excited. Like, I'm going to be so disciplined. I'm going to be so consistent with it, on and on and on. And... I think the newness can create a lot of momentum, which is great. Mm. But I think where you really see those results is in the things that aren't as fun. They're not as exciting. Mm -hmm. And they are things that they're not just for a month or two months or a year that you do, but they're things that you actually do every single day for your life. Mm -hmm. And that is where I've noticed just the most amount of, I guess, like reward yeah is because I in the things that I choose to be super disciplined in and consistent in my life it almost gives me like okay these are little areas in my life that I can control and I can do well and I've learned how to steward this area Mm -hmm. in my life really well so that way when I take on new things I have that like tenacity and that strength I've built up from already being able to be disciplined and consistent in the small areas in my life. It's a confidence thing. I don't know if you've gotten to this part in the book, but it's like it's like building identity capital so that you're yes. kind of an expert in your field. And like just having that confidence, I think for me, what made acting so easy was training and dance for over 15 years and just yeah. feeling like I had an authority on that. Because um, if you don't have an authority after 15 years, you never will. And I told myself that. I was like... I'm an expert in this. So it made transitioning to other areas easier because I did feel uh, worthy to, yeah. to like, qualified, I guess. Because um, 
I think imposter syndrome is a big thing, especially when you're in LA. Um, you're like, oh my God, everyone's so like doing all the things, but uh, you just have to come in with confidence and like fall forward instead of like have plan A and just fall forward. Yeah, um, for sure. And with the confidence, I I remember the first year I lived out here, I did this training course with Galen Hooks. If you're a dancer, you'll Shout know who out she is. Galen Hooks. She's really amazing. I recently just started taking from her this year, and I'm like, amazing. She's amazing. But she talked so much about confidence, and I was like, oh, yeah, I have that. And I would go into these auditions being like, yeah, I'm confident. Yeah, I'm confident. And looking back, I really wasn't. And I realize there is such a difference of okay I'm gonna step into this situation I'm gonna be confident in it versus stepping into every single thing you do every single day being confident mm-hmm. in it and like I would I would train I would do all of these things and I wasn't I never felt like oh I'm doing a good job at this I could always I need to do more I need to do more and then mm-hmm. I'd step into an audition I'd be like I'm great whereas I wasn't actually believing that about myself when no one else was mm-hmm. watching me so I like just in life outside of dance, something I've really learned is whether I'm posting a story or whether I'm just out and about, mm-hmm. like my confidence doesn't change no matter if there's a camera on me, if there's people around me, no matter what, I am like, I know down to my core, I okay. believe in myself. That's something I admire so much about Kayla is she she is so confident and I don't even know if, like, yes, of course, confidence, but I think it's more, like, self-assured, and she can film, and, like, she she's fearless, because she's so um, secure in herself, which is amazing, and, like, I think that does come with time, like, just yeah. doing it and, and knowing yourself and not being afraid of judgment. Honestly, I think the most freeing thing that has happened, probably for both of us in the past, like, seven years since moving out really? to LA, is just, um not caring what other people think is so freeing and it once once you get past that like sky's the limit it honestly is and I don't know about you but I feel like a lot of where I'm at now and being self-assured being confident and living in that way for a couple years now or a consistent amount of time I definitely I was taken down way further than I thought I ever Uh. would be and like I I've always had a confidence and a belief in myself but I think being in a place where, yeah, you're hearing so many opinions, mm-hmm. you're getting told why people don't want to hire you left and right, on and on oh, and on, yeah. with friends, with the relationships, <sighs> like people can be, everyone's figuring out life themselves. And I know I've hurt people with my words. I know I've hurt people with my actions. I probably didn't even know that I was doing it, but we're all trying our best and figuring things out and knowing how to just, let that wash right off of you like mm-hmm. it really took I think me being beaten down to be like oh my gosh what am I doing down here like absolutely not no more of this I'm done kind of that all-in mindset I had an all-in of like oh I'm actually not gonna let anyone else like tell me what I should or shouldn't do yeah and I think a lot of that came with not letting my worth coming from external validation yeah. just like being like okay like it's self-love I was like as overused as that word is, self-love, really, as soon as you do, like, you're okay to be with self, with yourself. I think um, quarantine really helped me with that. I was okay to be alone and not – I was such a busybody, sometimes to my own detriment. And, like, when you're able to be with yourself, you learn to, like, really check in and love yourself. 
And then you're less reliant. Like, I feel like I lived off of, oh, booking this, booking that. But now I'm like, I'd be, I could be happy if I never booked another film. Obviously, that would kind of suck. suck. (laughs) But like, but like, I, it wouldn't affect my self-worth or how I viewed myself. And I think that was how it was for me starting out, especially as a dancer. Like, Mm -hmm. it's tough and you literally have to not care in order to not be like bogged down by it. Because there's a thousand no's. And maybe a yes in there. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Exactly. So. Such a good point. I feel like, too, that's perfect into trying to figure out how to say no to things that you've outgrown and identifying when you have outgrown them. Because I think it can be so hard. And Monroe, she's blown me away. So hard. In, it's so hard. It's, I know it is so hard for you. And one of the biggest things that like I was shocked by is a few months ago kind of a storm hit you <laughs> and I feel like oh, yeah. so many things just oh, went yes. wrong oh my god in yes. your life and I shouldn't say wrong but no it was, it was wrong a lot went wrong <laughs> like within one month like at the end of 2023 a lot went wrong like there was just accident sickness unexpected like financial things that came up in her life crazy and it just felt like this storm and she was reading the the book that I'm reading now during it. Mm-hmm. But something I was so blown away by is how she handled it. And then during it, even like she had more things to take on than she had, I think, in the time that I had lived with her. Like everything just hit at once. And <laughs> I, I remember you saying like, I think I kind of needed all that to finally say no to these things. And it was the universe telling me, Sit down and be with yourself for two weeks. Okay, full disclosure, I got COVID. I got in a car accident. I, like, really expensive, a lot of expensive car troubles. Um, And so I literally had to sit alone in the apartment for, like, a week and be like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I'm saying yes to too many things, and I'm wearing myself down, and for what? Like, are these things serving me? And then I read that book. It was actually Kayla's book, and it was just on her bookshelf. So that was, like, a weird thing. Weird thing. But yeah, yeah, and that's like she made so many really hard decisions after that of saying no to a lot of things that were either safe, comfortable, or had served her at one point in time. But it kind of took stepping back to see is this still like, is this still serving me? And I think I've noticed in the book that I'm reading now. It talks a lot about the capital and building your capital for where you want to go. And sometimes it's easy to stay at the retail job. It's easy to stay at the coffee shop Mm -hmm. job. And instead of taking some random position somewhere where you feel really underqualified. But in reality, like, what is that actually building for you? Mm -hmm. And most of the time it's nothing. Like, it's, it's good for the moment, but it's not playing into your future. Yeah, I think... A lot of us, it's scary as humans. We don't like to go out of our comfort zone because it's scary. It's like, um, it's unknown and it's not like our routine. Say you have a coffee shop job. It's nice. You wake up at 6 a.m. every day. You know it's a steady income. It's safe. But is it challenging you? And it like, um, say you're in your mid-20s. By the time you're 35 and you're like, okay, I want to be a movie star. Where is that like... Yeah. Where's that identity capital? Have you been training? Have you, like, you really do have to leap into the unknown to get the payoff. And yeah, going out of your comfort zone is really hard, but I think it's 
key because we love being comfortable as humans. We, we like love staying. it. And no when there's to. a paycheck tied to it, it is Oh my gosh, yeah. So hard. Money is hard to say no to too. It's like the little devil on your shoulder and the angel. Like I yeah. this year have had to like say no to some things where I think a couple years ago I would have said yes in an instant. And I always envied like my older sister Tess is really good at saying no to things and she was like, Why would you say yes to that? And I'm like, Oh, because I don't wanna like hurt their feelings or and I think she's older than me, and I think a lot of that comes with age. You you decide what your priorities are. And, yeah, it's hard saying no to things, especially when you're young and you want to try all the things. And I do think it's important to try things, but um, there's also a balance between not being a people pleaser and doing things just for money. Yeah, and and with, like, being able to say no, I what has helped me so much is I listened to a podcast. Nathan, you're so good with it too. I remember like I'm so inspired because I was like, I remember telling you about stuff and you were like, oh no, I don't do that. And I was like, wow, (laughs) I love that you know that you won't do like it was. It's such a weird hurdle to cross. It's no, and it's hard. And what really did it for me though was I listened to this podcast and the guy said like. What's your deserve it factor, essentially? And, like, why do you deserve these things? And what that you want. And so, for I'll use myself, for example. Let's say I want to have a super successful podcast. So, I would kind of break that down into, well, what makes me deserve that? Am I being consistent? Am I talking about things I care about? Am I X, Y, Z? Or am I doing bare minimum, getting by, saying yes to a million other things, and hoping that... I still end up getting the life that I want. It's relying on outsides. It's relying on outsides. And it kind of switched it for me because I was like, I, and same with fit. I mean, same with like, I feel like a more relatable one is just whether you want to build strength or Mm. lose weight, whatever that is. If you don't make massive changes, know when to say no, know the things to say yes to, you're going to look and feel the same way that you do right now. Mm And it literally takes that time, the consistency to change the way you look and feel with the diet, the fitness, the everything else that's added to that. And I, if I do nothing right now to change what I'm like, what I'm currently doing, or I make minimal changes, I really shouldn't need, I shouldn't deserve a 12 packs of abs. I shouldn't deserve to be like a fitness icon because I haven't put in the work. And yeah, so that's a big mindset in LA. A lot of people think it's going to be like an overnight success, like just wishing on like an outside someone to like Mr. Warbucks to swoop in. And like, so obviously th- there are cases like there that, are. but usually if you look back at a lot of people's history, they've been putting in the work and it feels more rewarding that way. It I feels think. so much more rewarding. So with the deserve it factor, it's helped me say no in the sense that when there are things that come up that, oh, I like, yeah, that might be easy money or that might really mentally exhaust me, but I know I can do it. There's a big difference for me of, I know, yeah, I can do those things, but is that playing into the deserve it factor? Is that actually getting me where I want to go? Is me spending my time over here doing something that drains me? Is that taking away from me actually putting in the work in other areas in my career and life that I want. Mm. And so it is still so hard. There are so many things that come up that I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Temptations all the time. 
I will say just LA in general is full of distractions and it's so easy to be like, oh, maybe I'll go down this road. Like there's so many temptations in LA. Like it's insane. I think the hardest part of succeeding in this town is not getting distracted. Literally. Like I think that is the key. Just hone in. Obviously have Have fun. fun. Like you're live, like live a normal life. Don't be like. Live, laugh, love. Nazi. Yeah. But. But yeah, and I I completely agree. I think the distraction thing is huge. And um, another aspect that the book has talked about is if you're in your mid-20s or you're a teenager in that stage of life, maybe you're in your 30s or 40s, but it can feel like, oh, the world is my oyster, which it is. I'm not saying it isn't, but it can almost get overwhelming with the distractions of like, oh, well, maybe I want to be a movie star. Maybe I want to be a lawyer. Maybe I want to do this. Maybe I'm this sort of an influencer. Maybe I focus on rom-com in my acting. Maybe I do this. And there's so many choices. And then that's where it's like, which one do I chase? Mm -hmm. And so I think kind of knowing the things to say no to, that comes from knowing yourself. Yes, spending time with yourself. Spending time with yourself. And not just in a like, oh, I'm going to – I'm going to do all this self-help book work. Sometimes, like, I've gotten to know myself so much just by learning what I enjoy. Like, some of my favorite things have just been being at the beach with friends at sunset. Mm -hmm. And it creates so much creativity in Mm -hmm. me. Or it fills my soul so much in other ways, socially, this or that. And then it gives me the chance to look inward and see, oh, well, what things about my life do I really enjoy what things can I just get lost mm-hmm. in that hours can go by and like I look up and I totally forgot the time like what are those things in your life and then that helps me to be like oh okay I've I've outgrown these things like I can start saying no to these things because I actually don't feel that way with them it actually feels like the hours go on and on and on and on forever yeah. when I'm trying to do those things a good test is what are things that make you forget what time it is And what are things that make you not look at your phone? Like, Mm -hmm. forget to look at your phone. Like, my best times I've ever had, my screen time has been, like, two hours a day or something small like that because I'm just so in it. Like, that's, like, whenever I'm filming a movie, I'm just so in it and I'm never on my phone and it's the best. It's the best. And so that's a great test. Or if you're at dinner with friends and you forget your your phone, you're like, oh, I don't even know where my phone is because you're so present. It's, like, the things that light you up. Oh, also, if it, you don't need any kind of caffeine, because you're high on life. Like, exactly. if something excites you, it'll wake you up in the morning better than any Nespresso would. Because, yeah. yeah, I think that's a good way to test if you love something, is if it wakes you up in the morning. I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. No, I agree. I think that's awesome. And And with learning when to say no, like, yeah, that could be work stuff. It could be, it could be pressures your family puts on you it could be within friends and obviously that's going to look different based on what aspect in your life you feel like you need to give attention to in that way but I think kind of back to the discipline and the confidence like once you make a choice and you're all in really stick to that and Mm -hmm. don't don't let your family say things that it's going to distract you and make you say yes to things that you mm-hmm. usually would that you would have previously said no to. Mm-hmm. And same with friends. Like if you've made the decision, like okay, you know what? I know this friend group's toxic. I'm gonna start distancing myself. When the temptation comes to go back, 
and you have nothing else going on, go back to that, the discipline, the consistency, and try to really hold on to those things to be able to say no and focus on the why behind it. Like, why yeah. do you, why did you need to distance in the first place? Why did you yeah. make the career change? Or why am I going to them now? Is it like, why am I going to this object or thing now? Is it money? Is it loneliness? Like, just kind of check in with yourself. It all comes with self-awareness, I think, it for does. sure. Um, and you can be aware of it, too, and it can still be really hard. And I know, like, there was – there's been seasons in my life where I know, okay, I should separate myself from these people, from these things, and it's easy and fine until I do get lonely or I get mm-hmm. bored and because I'm such an extrovert. And so – I thrive with people. Mm-hmm. And so being able to say no to those things and just sit in the loneliness, sit, replace like those temptations with unpleasant emotions, that is hard. Like that's not easy. Yeah. And I do know that. And so I just want to encourage you because I know it can feel like, oh, great. Yeah. Let me just say no to the temptations. But I do want to bring light to the fact that no, like, it's it can be really hard to say no and I understand that and it can be uncomfortable it's probably not going to be filled with all these great emotions Mm -hmm. because those wouldn't be temptations for you if they didn't come with a Mm trade-off and so just when you do those things be so proud of yourself and try to remember and celebrate it like genuinely celebrate yourself for saying no to whatever that is. Either get yourself a coffee, watch your favorite movie, call your friends, That's so buy good. a new pair of tops. I don't know. But like have a reward for yourself mm. every time you actually follow what you set out to do. I like that because it is a strength. And um, I always associated saying no with laziness or um, like weakness. Yeah. I don't know why. And now my like mindset has shifted because it's a strength. It's so powerful, guys. It feels so good once you actually do it. It's freeing. It's kind of like not caring what other people think. And in a way, it is because you're not doing things for other people. And it means you're in touch with yourself because you know what you do want to do and you don't want to do. And that goes with friendships as well. Like, I feel like my friends have changed so much over the years, not just geographically, but also uh i have way less friends but they're more meaningful relationships i've stopped trying to spread myself too thin with like surface level friendships and it's just about valuing your time and your energy because some friends you leave coffee with them and you feel drained and then other times you're like a buzz like the same thing with what lights you up in the morning like a friend can light you up yeah um and yeah just follow that feeling our body knows i think what's good for us it does it totally does yeah follow the buzz I love that and that's oh so true I feel like there's I there are certain people in my life where every single time I'm done with the walk I'm done getting coffee and I know you have this as well that we come back and we're just like bursting we're like oh I'm filled with energy I'm like so ready to take on the day and Mm. and sometimes that's in newer friendships sometimes that is an older friendship but I also I think that brings us to kind of knowing how do you actually grow and change into different versions of yourself while keeping the same friends and then also saying goodbye to others because I don't know about you but I feel like I've really learned 
as I've gotten older. I know in high school, everyone would always tell me, oh yeah, I mean, it's normal. Like eventually you guys are just gonna like lose touch or grow apart. And I was determined for that never to happen. Mm. I was like, no, 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 we're always gonna be besties, on and on. And then the older I've gotten, I've kind of realized it's not bad to grow apart. Nah. It's just like we're all growing and changing as humans. And sometimes it's beautiful when I found the friends that I'm able to do that with, but there's nothing wrong when you can't do that with mm-hmm. people. Yes. I think if it feels like you're swimming upriver, this goes for friendships, boyfriends, then then don't swim. Like just roll with the tide because um, if it's a good friendship, you'll find each other again. You'll see each other maybe a year later and, and it'll feel like you never had any time apart if the connection's strong. Um, yeah, and it's okay to grow apart. Like I think you have can have different friends for different phases of your life. It's just like you outgrow your favorite t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, and I always say, not that people are are items, guys. No, not at all. But yeah, no, (laughs) I literally, and I, I, something that's helped me a lot is I've kind of looked at my life and I've been like, okay, if I were to meet the same friends that I've had, whether that was in high school, in middle school, two years ago, now, it doesn't matter. But I'll kind of do this test to myself of if I were to meet these people right here, right now, in this stage of my life, would I would I pursue a friendship with them? Would I Ooh. actually want to put the work in with them? That's good. And I'm always I'm kind of surprised because there's a lot of people that I thought, oh, I'll always say yes to that question. And not that I'm not that I don't think you should maintain friendships. But it's really given me kind of insight into, well, if I wouldn't, why is that? And what it's come down to for me is a lot of it is kind of kind of the things that keep me rooted in life and what lines up more on a more on like an emotional yeah, level. not surface level, not surface mm-hmm. and not just distance wise, because I think when you're growing up with people or you're in college, you're all in the same place, Mm -hmm. you're doing very similar things, and so it's easy to connect because of the external things going on. And I found that in the relationships that I thrive in, I connect with the internal things going Mm -hmm. on. And whether that's like our ideas of life, whether that's how we view ourselves, whether that's how we view the world, it's all of these internal thoughts. It's not, oh, because I go to the same coffee shop every day, and you're there too. It's like, no, what actually is on the inside of you mm. and how does that mesh? So true. It's really interesting. I feel like I've stayed so much closer with my friends um, from high school that I was dancing with because we all had very similar work ethics and goals. And I think our bond was a lot stronger. And so it maintained over the years, like we still get together every Christmas, every Thanksgiving. Um, whereas people I went to high school with that we were just in the same classes, like I couldn't tell you where they live now, which yeah. like is Crazy. sad, but it, it's like, it's not how the cookie crumbled. If you don't have, you're not on the same page on life. No. And I think too, like something I really appreciate about living with Monroe and her friendship has really showed me how to grow and change as a person with the same people and there's a couple people in my life that I've been able to do that with and it's been incredible and I think 
one thing that has been phenomenal with us is we have we have very realistic expectations and we both give each other freedom to change and to grow and I think a lot of it is when it can be hard to grow in friendships is because one person is expecting that person to be what they once were and when there is an expectation on you whether it's a good thing or bad thing it can it puts this strain on the relationship whereas like Monroe's known me through some of the worst times of mm-hmm. I feel like of me mm-hmm. as a person and some of the best times I feel like of myself. Yeah, ditto. We're like married. We are. We're, we're an old married couple. And, and you have to evolve with people and like. You do. And I really appreciate like when I have been, I feel like at my worst or whatever, I, I never felt less than who I was by her. And I didn't ever feel I never felt like I was disappointing her. And I think that's a big thing is because in in friendships to grow, like there are so many times that you're going to make mistakes and you're going to do things. And especially in like careers, when you're Mm. trying new things, it's like it's normal to fail in careers, but it's also really normal to fail like in life. And no one's perfect. And you you shouldn't expect that of a friend or partner. Like if you're looking for a perfect best friend, Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> or a perfect boyfriend. Good luck. Good luck. Like, yeah, people are human. And, like, even our parents. Um, I think about that, too, with my parents a lot. I feel like growing up, this is, like, tangent. But, like, we think our parents are, like, these perfect people. And you just have to realize that they're also human. And it makes your relationship so much easier. Because yeah. we're all constantly growing, evolving. Even, like, your 90-year-old grandma, she's learning things she's every still day. learning exactly and yeah so I think just with maintaining friendships whether that's you that needs to kind of have a little reality check of yourself and be like hey am I actually putting all these expectations on my friends or like am I holding them back in ways and not even meaning to or maybe you're the one that has to be like I actually I kind of feel a little suffocated and I feel a lot of external pressure and maybe when I'm around them I don't feel like I'm able to walk in the confidence that I've been building in other areas of my life especially having a lot of sisters I feel like they do project an image on me of like me as an 11 year old girl I've like I feel like a lot of my values have stayed the same but I have changed as a person and um my sisters are my best example of just respecting one another and that's come through some like trials and tribulations I'll tell you that because um once you can like respect yourself you can respect other people too and and like just knowing that they're also human like even my younger brother like respecting him like listening to him and just like he's not my baby brother he's like 22 or 23 so So just like um yeah just respecting people and that they may change and if they change like they have every right to do that yeah and encouraging them in it and And I think, like, it also kind of comes down to, like, what is it that you love most about that person? And if it is their heart, if it is, you know, the things that are inside of them and that they're shaping in new ways, then that is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. If it's, like, all the external stuff, it's because they make me laugh. It's because they're a fun time to be around. It's because they Mm -hmm. always want to, like, go out and socialize or things like that. Like, or it's because they always gossip with me. Then those things aren't probably going to carry you through the thick and thin in life yeah 
There's and different friends for different seasons. Different for sure. Some for sure. Like I don't think you should just only have the deep friends or only have the fun friends. Like it's important to have a mix. Yeah, I, I think so too. And um and just being open to all kinds of friends. Like I love meeting new people. And I feel like you'll know if you're going to be close pretty much right away. Like, even last night, I was at a birthday party, and I started talking to this girl. And, like, for some reason, me and her were talking, like, the whole time. And that's when I knew. I was like, oh, like, we click. Sometimes you just know if you click with someone. And so that's, like, what you want to invest your time in. Like, um, it's almost like part of your daily routine. Like, oh, say Pilates. I'm going to invest in this because it makes me feel good, and I feel energized from it. It's like the same thing with a friend like yeah yeah like I'm gonna I'll do this every day yeah exactly four times a week three times a week whatever that is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> once a month it depends on our yeah. schedules we'll see. and I think too like knowing how to grow with friends as you age and it, like bringing it back to the expectations knowing that time is going to be so different for you guys and when you're in your 20s, when you're in your 30s, when you're a teenager, and even when you're at the same age in the same stage of life. Like, I know me and my friends, there are some some of us that we're doing very similar things, yet our time looks entirely different. Like, my schedule might be jam-packed. Their schedule might be completely empty and vice versa. And it can mm. fluctuate. And just being respectful of people's time as an adult because kind of back to the whole knowing when to say no thing to jobs to this to that and being consistent like your time is so valuable and you start to realize that as you get older and that's why you can be pickier with things yeah be picky be picky be picky and if you need if you need the night in take the night in yeah even if that i don't know even if that's the one day you have to go socialize with your friends but you know you need to stay in just stay in that's okay and like having those realistic expectations and communicating those things mm-hmm. I think is so important. Yeah. Communication's key for friendships too because you don't want to like leave everyone guessing. That's like with relationships too. Like sometimes you have to over communicate. Um, and you're great with that. You over communicate. I know yeah. you're in her relationship. I'm in a long distance relationship and it would not work if, if either he or I wasn't a good communicator because the anxiety would be overwhelming. I would be constantly <laughs> guessing, which is a stressful way to live. So, yeah, I feel like communication gets better as you age as well. And, yeah, and with the communication, checking in. I know, like, one of my really good girlfriends, we've been friends, like, five or six years now out here. And she is such a rock. And it's a lot of that is because we have the uncomfortable communication. And there are yeah, things that be uncomfy. both of us will bring up where it's never in an attacking way but it's something that like hey I was bothered by this or like I know you didn't mean this but I just want to let you know like that kind of it didn't feel (gasps) good that's so I need to get better about that experiencing that in a friendship with her has grown me so much as a person and it has shown me like oh my gosh actually these things are so normal and they make your friendships deeper and every single She's been great because every single time we've had these things, and most of it is like, oh, she's had trauma from these areas. And I may say things or do things that kind of push on that and vice versa, Mm. or things that like I don't believe or agree with or things like that, and I'll bring those up. And it's been great because every single time both of us have ever communicated on these things, 
we are so much closer at then. Like I've never left those conversations feeling like I'm walking on eggshells, feeling like, oh, I like that. That didn't make me feel good. I kind of feel worse. I wish I never brought that up. Like I, those feelings are so far from my mind. I always leave feeling like, wow, I'm even closer. I feel mm. so much better. I got that off my chest. And both of us are on a very team mindset. And I think that's how you have to be in adult friendships of knowing like, you're growing and like your thoughts are evolving, you're evolving, you're changing, you're probably realizing a lot from your childhood that you didn't know, or you're probably mm. realizing a lot now, like mentally and internally mm. that you didn't realize bothered you or like triggered you. And so in friendships, being open to like, hey, we are like, we're on a team, I'm not against you at all, and you're not against me, but like, these are things that are now being brought up in my life and I want to work through them, I think yeah. is huge yeah, in friendships. definitely. Yeah, communication is key. Communication. Well, any any final thoughts on your end? Um, I feel like we covered some bases. Get out of your comfort zone. It's okay to say no. Trust your instincts. Yeah. Know yourself and have fun. Have fun. Well said. And this is coming. <laughs> yeah. Monroe's like a great example of all of these things because working like, on it. No, literally, like I said, living with her, I've really seen her grow and change as a human. And she, and like when I've seen her say no to things, when I've seen her say yes to things, when I've seen her be consistent in things or just step out of her comfort zone in fun ways, like, it's crazy. I her accomplishments are just through the roof. Like she is so much and I'm always like, "Oh my gosh." And one little thing for you, I feel like is like celebrate yourself when you have these mm. things because yeah. it's so easy, it's easy when you are disciplined, when you are consistent, when you're doing all these things, it's so hard to actually step back and be like I'm so proud of what I just did. Yeah, celebrate the wins. It's so hard because there's like a view of being, um, not narcissistic, um, of being, I don't know, like you don't want to get too like stagnant. Jaded or yeah. Like, yeah, you don't want to stagnate. I think maybe that's why I don't always celebrate. I'm like, oh, I don't want to settle. Never settle was like my dance team's motto. So I think that could be part of why. But you yeah. have to celebrate because that's like the fun of it. Think of like your 10-year-old self. They'd be so proud of you. So like. Yeah, really celebrate all your wins. Yeah. And like, yeah, just be so proud of yourself for them because that's so much momentum too to keep pushing when you have like, oh, I like I did that and I did that well. And mm -hmm. even if I know I could do better, even if I know I'm going to do better, that doesn't take away from what I've already done and what I'm doing. Mm. Yeah. But. It's worth it. Oh, thank you for all your oh, wisdom. This was so fun. This is so fun. Guys, thank you for being on. First, first podcast, first real podcast ever. I'm you so killed excited. it. I, I mean, love this. We could go on literally for four hours. Yeah, she'll be back for a part more. two. Don't you worry. Oh, I would love that. She'll come on again. Love yourself. Hold on to the people that love you and are for you. And you are so much more capable than anything that you even think you can do and other people think you can do. Mm -hmm. And just being your biggest cheerleader every single day will literally be so transformative. Mm, love that. But oh, we love you guys and we'll talk next week.